Wow, this is just not going well. Let's try that again. What's going on, beautiful people? It's the North Shore Nine post game show. I'm Tyler. With me is Neil. Neil, the Pirates win this one against the unbeatable Atlanta Braves, and the Pirates yeah. just beat them up today. I don't know how we split the season series with these guys. The level of talent is just so big and disparity. I have no idea how we're competing with them, but today's great. I mean, I'll be honest. The Pirates are playing really good baseball right now. Um, today, Jim mentioned it earlier. He said this might have been the best game the Pirates have played all year. They played a really good game today, especially at the plate, and we'll get mm. into all that stuff. Um, but really, in the last probably three weeks, the Pirates have played some pretty decent baseball. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it Mackie who tweeted out that we're, we're like, I think like four games over 500 in our last 50 games? You know, it's been a while of like, you know, like pretty watchable baseball. It kind of, it kind of like makes you frustrated that we didn't call up these guys sooner. Cause like you're probably looking at a, a nicer outlook on the season if Endy's up, if Pagaro's up, if Davis is up sooner. But it's been at a the while very time. least, it's something to build on going into the next year. Yeah, it um, is. But Pirates win this one, eight four final. My brain's just kind of fried, but yeah, eight four. Mm-hmm. Um, they get an insurance run there in the top of the ninth. Where do we want to start with this one? Do we just want to go right into the fireworks that just started this whole thing off? I think that's the only proper way to do it. You have to. So yeah. bottom of the first, Ronald Acuna's up. Uh, Johan Oviedo is on the mound for the Pirates today. Oviedo throws three pitches that are a little bit in. Acuna... Doesn't exactly like that. A little bit of jawing back and forth. What's your take on that whole situation there, Neil? Um, I, I, I could do without the Braves pretending like Acuna gets shot every time the ball <laughs> um, comes anywhere near the inside zone. But, I mean, Oviedo has been doing this for a while. Um, Oviedo is – I don't know if have you guys – have you seen the video of him jawing with – um? A Giants player as a Cardinal? I don't believe I have. Yeah, like even as a Cardinal, like as a rookie, like he was like going after like Giants players. So I love the fight. I love yeah. the, and unlike because I know a lot of people had issues with how Rich Hill did it. Mm-hmm. Johan Oviedo is not out there, you know, yelling at his teammates. Even right. though I don't mind that, like he is, he's going at the uh, the opponent. Right. I love that. Yeah, it seemed to at least give a little bit of spark to the team today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a problem with Acuna being upset and getting frustrated by continuing to be hit. But at the end of the day, like that's how you have to get him out. You have to pitch him inside. Mm-hmm. You leave anything over the heart of the plate and he's going to kill you. So you've yeah. got to pitch him inside. And it's not like these pitches were at his head. 
Yeah. Like he still had a good bit of room to move. No, he and wasn't like getting he, drilled in the back. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he kind of does like crowd the plate a little bit, like doesn't he? Like that, 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 it's not it's not like Anthony Rizzo right. levels of crowding the plate, but you know, he sits inside and yeah, and it was why the pirates were so unpopular when we were good, right? Because because all we did was throw pitches inside. Clint Hurdle was there. Like, I don't know. I have zero issue with how what Ovan what Oviedo did today. No, and I really don't have an issue with anything to like Snicker getting tossed, um, all that stuff, protecting his own players, Acuna being mad. Mm-hmm. I don't really have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Now, the next to bat or the bat after that, when the next pitch comes inside and you start jawing again, okay, get over it, dude. That yeah. ball is like three feet from you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're allowed like, to use that side of the plate. It's okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, like if you, if your scouting report tells you to throw it inside, then you got like, I don't know, like it I mean, get guys out like Acuna. You know, I don't think any hit he had today was in the zone. Yeah. So might as well throw it inside and try to get him out. Like he's, he's just that good. And especially when it's a guy like Oviedo, he has to throw inside because yeah. he's got to play that slider off of it. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be able to use that part of the plate. And he's got to be um, able to locate his fastball because exactly. when he can't locate his fastball, that's when things get bad. And I don't know how to make of Oviedo's start as a whole, right? That That's where I wanted to go with this next. So I'd like to hear your opinion on what you think of it. Um, I think I'm encouraged by how many swings and misses he got. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the issues of him being inefficient are still hurting him. You know, like 90, what, 92 pitches. Yeah, a lot. And the Braves are not easy to get out. No, like the Braves are the best ba- offense in baseball. And that's why, like, I can't, like, blame them too much because they the Braves mash everyone. But <sighs> they don't even just mash everyone. Every One through nine in the lineup has extended at-bats. Yeah, they do. Um, they're aggressive. They foul everything off, like – I would say that I think Oviedo's bad starts look worse than they actually are just because he's one of two starting pitchers we have on the team. So when he doesn't do well, that really puts the strain on the bullpen and the bullpen days and it kind of, but he's a flawed starter, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so early on, Watching, I think the first two innings in my head, I'm thinking, man, his command is really bad today. Yeah, but he was in the first two innings. It seemed like he was able to get away with it because his command was really bad, but it wasn't bad to the point where he was leaving pitches over the heart of the plate. He was yeah. just missing like he was supposed to throw inside. And he was throwing outside instead. So he wasn't mm-hmm. leaving anything middle middle. It's just he had no command of anything he was doing. There's no sequencing, nothing like that. So he's kind of effectively wild early, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, he did a decent job, like limiting damage, all things considered. Um, pitch it, he pitched out of some hard situations, but I mean, it was not a sustainable no. way to pitch. And but I don't. I, do you chalk it up to Oviedo, or do you choke chalk it up to the Braves being the Braves? I think to an extent, it's just who Oviedo is. Mm-hmm. He's he's a number four or five starter in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is more than I ever thought he would be. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. But he's the type of four or five starter where you're either going to get six really good innings or you're going to get 
three or four really bad innings. Yeah. He's not a guy who's going to go give you a Rich Hill type of start every time out. It's either yeah. going to be electric or it's going to be brutal. And I, I'd honestly rather have that because Rich Hill is getting kind of tiring by the end of his day here. And I think the acing and intriguing thing is that he gives you the good start more often than he gives you the bad start. But ever since, I think the, it's the last two starts since this complete game shutout haven't been good. Yeah. But and he's also had an amount of innings that he really hasn't done in his career. Yeah. I think that's the impressive thing. I think he's going to be up to like 170, 180 innings this year by the end. What's all sudden done? He was stretched out. He had he had like five starts for us last year. That's impressive. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. On no planet that I think he'd throw this many innings for this team this year. Yeah, no, I, I, this was like the best case. It's weird to say, but like even though he only sitting on the four thirty four yard, it's kind of like the best case scenario I think we could have hoped for with an Oviedo. I think that's a good way to put it. That if we go back to the trade deadline of last year, if you told us that Johan Oviedo was going to put this season together, I think what you just said is correct, that that would yeah. be the best case scenario. I think every Pirates fan like bites your hand off at that. Yeah. Um, well, maybe best case scenario would be that he's just a dominant lights out yeah. bullpen guy, but <laughs> that's a conversation for another day on which uh, one. We uh, until we roster five starting pitchers, that's just not, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's just a conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I have to do it? Do I have to give a guy credit? Which one? The guy that came in. Well, there's two of them, actually, that I can give credit to here. So I might okay. as well just get it all out of the way right now. I think that Derek Shelton might have made his best call of the year in pulling Oviedo when he did today. Can we call it a Derek Shelton masterclass? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. I, I was going to I was gonna keep it a Derek Shelton free show, but... <laughs> yeah, I will uh, say that... I think it was obvious to pull him at that point. Yeah. But the obvious isn't usually what these teams do, especially in a spot where um, you have two starting pitchers. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think Jim was even tweeting about it last night, how like, you know, Shelton was kind of forced to leave Mitch Keller out the die. Right. But pulling out, you needed to go get Oviedo. He was, he was kind of suffering out there in the fourth. Um, and I don't know. And how he just Ryan, hit another batter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Ryan Barucki does it, man. Like we have, like we, we have the Canes, like our bullpen is full of lefties who I have no idea how they get any outs. No, they're full of me. Yeah. <laughs> These guys look like me in high school. <laughs> they throw like 60 miles an hour and yeah. they throw an off speed pitch and they just can't be hit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the common, like I think Ryan Barucki is kind of like, the entire pitching philosophy coming together, spam sliders, get outs. And in some cases it works for guys like him and Perdomo. It works. Right. Um, and I have no idea how it keeps working. <laughs> I guess to the one thing I'll say about Rebrucky to this point is, well, the slider's okay. Um, mm. But what he's really done well is he's just not walking anybody. Yeah. Um, the command's been pretty good. I think the slider's okay. Jim keeps talking about the fastball. I think the fastball blows. Um, I, I've never been impressed by his fastball. <laughs> I I don't know. He's striking people out all of a sudden. He never did that before. And yeah, right now he's pitching well. So I got to give him some credit here. And he came in in a big spot today, gotten out, and then. 
got through another, I think, two thirds in the next inning. So another mm. good outing from him. Yeah, it brings his walk rate down, walk percentage to two point five on the year. That's he's, crazy. Like, yeah, he's not walking anybody. Like striking out twenty. If you're striking out twenty, like at twenty four percent of your batters and walking two percent, like that is a valuable reliever. And it's kind of like crazy to think about, considering coming into this year we had one left-handed pitcher on the 40-man roster. So the fact that we found hopefully two guys in Perdomo and uh, Barucki, it really helps the bullpen going into next year. And I can't believe this bullpen only gave up one run to the Braves over six innings. Yeah, especially when you go Barucki, Colin Selby. Who had a seven ERA? Yeah, Carmen Majinski, who has struggled as of late, and then your back two guys should be able to lock it down. But and they did, um, yeah. Like Bednar was, but well, I guess we can go in order. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to touch on Selby real quick. I think today was probably the best I've seen him look. He looked really good today. Breaking stuff yeah. looked good. Um, he's had a lost, couple. He's had a couple like real good. Yeah, he's had a couple openers where he's looked really, really solid. Gone two innings. Today he looked absolutely dominant. Like, you know, three strikeouts. Uh, it was four outs where he mm. he looked really well. And it's kind of like those days where you can kind of see, you know, the pitcher like as a guy who can stick in this bullpen, right? But he kind of has like that Johan Ramirez type of ability to completely melt down and malfunction once a week. So I don't know how to feel about him yet. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I say this every time, but every bullpen in baseball should have like a couple Colin Selby's on their team. Like yeah. he, he is kind of a dime a dozen type of dude. But oh, the stuff is kind of it does the stuff is a little nutty. Like it yeah, it's good. Um, but a lot of teams like there's a lot of guys in baseball that have really good stuff. Yeah. Um, but to this I think I've been slightly impressed by him. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. I think I it- like him in the bullpen. I, I think, yeah, I can't fathom him as a starter, but I mean, no. the control just isn't there yet. Right. And I think that goes just with a lot of the guys who just aren't good in our bullpen. It's just a control issue. Yeah. And if they had good control, they probably wouldn't be on the Pirates. Yeah. Or they probably wouldn't be in a bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, and it's after Selby, uh, Majinski came in. He got outs, I guess. Didn't really look good. Think no. he gave up a run. It, it's Another hard bomb. to it's it's hard to like fault any pitcher to give up a home run to this year, Matt Olson though. But he didn't look very good. No, he didn't. Um, he he looked like he was very struggling. He was struggling very much to find the zone today. Yeah, and you know, but I I still like Wojcicki more than about ninety percent. Besides two other guys in this pen, I think he's my third probably my third arm I rely on the most. So I'm not going to be too worried about him tonight. Yeah, I like him. Um, the stuff plays up. I think the velocity on the fastball is not like incredible or anything, but it really does no. seem to play up. Yeah. So. And he, he is kind of slot in because like Ben, Ben Sherrington loves his extension guys. Right. And he's like at an above average extension that makes his 96 mile an hour fastball, like look a lot faster. So, right. No, it does get on you quick. Um, then Holderman and Bednar, ho-hum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about them. They've been pretty good all year. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Colin Holderman's still a bit of a, a a heart attack, but he has nights like tonight where he's unhittable. Yeah, but I think we've points. seen more nights recently where he has looked unhittable, though. Yeah, it, it's got he's grown into the season a lot. Like there oh, was yeah. a there was a point like in May or ju- like junior, like does this guy even like belong in the eighth spot? But no, oh, it was really bad there for about a month. The results weren't awful, but watching mm-hmm. him was yeah you could tell something was about to give but he's looked really good and he's always had the stuff so yeah i'm very happy and then bednar strikes out too like it's nothing because yeah. he's it's david it's, bednar it, it's david bednar <laughs> i don't think there's anything else to say <laughs> except yeah. that people think he's washed because he had like two bad weeks but where they threw him like every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that wraps up the pitching. Can't fix stupid. No. Well, also they think he's fat, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, well, if anything, that makes him more impressive. Right. So that'll wrap up the pitching there. Jump over to the hitting. Today, I think, was owned by Brian Reynolds. Yeah. Brian Reynolds was awesome. Collects three hits today. Homers, uh, single, double, triple shy to cycle today. Mm-hmm. He just he's on time right now. Everything he does is on time. His swing looks just really good. He's mm-hmm. locked in. Thank God, because I was starting to get a little bit concerned about him this year. If we were gonna see a steady decline because he's not really that young. No. You know, we're getting to the point of that age curve where we're gonna be on the wrong side of it soon. So just the steady decline will make that contract very bad very quickly. Yeah, I mean, and like where the rate he's playing, like as like a two to three war player, like he's playing up to the contract, even if it's not like the best Brian Reynolds we've seen. I do think he's been a bit unlucky this year in terms of like his hits. Um, I don't think he, I, I think we should see a better Brian Reynolds, but like even he's playing to the contract, like 13 oh, yeah. mil, $13 million a year is not a lot of money. And if you're getting an 800 OPS guy who's going to give you 25 home runs a year, like and is like a spark plug to the offense, that's worth every penny to me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm just thinking of if we have another or if we have a down year this year, I'm a little more concerned going into next year with Brian Reynolds. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm kind of just looking at it like right now. His his numbers are pretty similar to last year. OPS is a little bit lower, but he's slugging a little bit more. Like, I just think he hasn't been walking a whole lot this year, which has been like his strike rate rates a little bit up. But yeah. I'm I've been happy with Brian Reynolds since pretty much for the last two or three months. I think like I think it's ever since he came back from his back injury, he's been pretty good. Like, yeah, he's been good for some time now. Um, I think it was. His hot months usually June, mm-hmm. so not really having the June that we're used to mm-hmm. might have made me a little bit fearful. Yeah, I'm not really worried about Brian Reynolds anymore. No, and and it's nice like tonight where where you remember why you gave him the contract. He is he's right. He's a con- very consistent bat. Like he's not going to go over a homer every time, but I always feel like he's he has like a clutch single in him or a clutch double. Like. And you just you kind of just wish you would see more of it. 
Yeah. Um, plus, he's hitting the ball over the wall now, which is something that was missing. Yeah. I think that was his was – that, was that his 20th? That was home run number 20, yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah, so he – I don't know. I'm, I've always been a Brian Reynolds fan. Um, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing here, um, he's, he's a spark plug. And I think the Pirates record kind of goes with him. Like, as soon as Hayes and Reynolds heated up – Right. The pirates heated up and you can kind of see that. Right. Um, another guy, three hits. Miguel Andohar. Do we have to talk about him? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess his season OPS is up to seven forty nine, which is impressive. Um I don't know how he's getting hits. His swing is the worst. <laughs> he is the worst swing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad he got his three hits today. Um, I'm never going to be angry that the pirate did well. No, I just don't, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. I'm just you know what it. Everybody is going to have a night where they get some hits. Yeah, Miguel Andohar had some hits tonight. I'm not going to go over the moon about it. I'm not going to trash him. Let him have his moment. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess it's only right that we win a baseball game where Andahar, Sawinski, and Bay combined for seven hits. Right. Like, if that's happening, that means the night's going your way, usually. Right. Um, yeah, Sawinski seems to be a little bit out of his uh, prolonged slump. Yeah. So we seem to be a little bit on the uptick for him right now, so hopefully he can it, finish the season on a decent note. Has it been like a week now of him like hitting pretty decently? Yeah, about a week. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's nice. Um, I'm really hoping this is the the Sawinski we see the rest of the season. I just, I just want him to not disappear for two months. <laughs> that, Essentially, that, yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're gonna look back on. We're gonna have plenty of time to dissect this year by Sawinski. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, at this point, I just want to see him end on a good note. That's yeah, really where I'm at with everybody. Yeah, no, you, you want to see them get like a lot better in September, even though September is kind of a wash of a seat month for us. Right. Um, I, you know, as much as I criticize Suwinski, like there is value in the 30 homer and potential he has. Right, and if he can get there at the end of this year, I'd be really happy. Um, That'd be a little tough to do, I think. I don't he'd even know. To, he'd have to get really hot. Oh, he's at tw- I thought he was at 26, or he's at 24 home runs. Never mind. Um, but, I mean, it, for all this, if we want to, like, take any solace, his OPS has raised, like, 80 points this season. Yeah. So. That's something we're going to dig into in the offseason, I'm sure, quite a bit. Um, uh, but for now, yeah. just finish it on a good note, Jack. Give us <laughs> something to be encouraged about going into next year. And I'll honestly, just earn a spot next year. Earn a starting position next year. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't oh, It's not a conversation for the show, but I can't see where he's not our starting center fielder next year. Even if he like doesn't get a hit the rest of the way, I think he's our starting field, starting center fielder next year. I don't know, but we don't need to talk about that right now. I no. did want to talk about just one more thing, and it's a guy that I don't really love to talk about, but I will just for the sake of the show here. G1 Bay did have a nice night. And there's something just watching it. He'd made a couple of really nice base running decisions, um, able to score on, 
I believe it was a uh, Brian Reynolds or Brian Hayes. I don't remember which one it was that hit it. Um, ball gets bobbled in the outfield, scores from first. Mm-hmm. Um, he's able to take second on a single. I'm sitting there thinking about it. The one thing that kind of excites me about next year is the potential speed that this team could have. Yeah. No, and like you, you can clearly look at like a G1 Bay and see like the value he has, like in a, as a bench player or as a, as a utility guy, right? Like he has the speed. I don't think the bat is good enough to play like as an everyday starter, but like, you know, he's good at what he does, which is be fast make plays and you know he'll he will get on base sometimes but yeah you're right i don't love him either <laughs> but he is a spark plug he is a spark plug yeah which is he's so he's going to be on the roster next year because of his spark plug and you know you can kind of tell that the offense has kind of missed that spark plug element because i don't think there's another g1 bay type on this roster no there's not and when he's on this offense is really good because he is, he is able to create runs by himself. Yeah. Like that, 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 that play, I, I, I was, I couldn't believe he scored from first yeah. on that play. <laughs> like that, that was crazy speed. Um, so getting O'Neill Cruz back next year, maybe adding a little more speed here and there. And yeah, this team could be a lot, should be a lot more athletic because really that's going to be their calling card. Yeah, I mean that, that that's how that's how they won in April, right? Like they were just exactly being out. They were playing good defense. They were playing good. Uh, they were running the base as well. They were aggressive, and you know, I I really hope the ankle injury doesn't hurt Cruz too much, right? But no, I agree. That is something like Suwinski's fast, Pagaro's fast, um, and he's an athletic catcher. Yeah, I mean Hayes is actually pretty slow for a third baseman, but like he still can swipe twenty bags. Yeah, he still can. It is a much more athletic team. Like you're not, um, you're not looking at this team wondering how like their MLB baseball players out in the right. field, and the, and <laughs> it's not a station to station type of deal at the plate. Yeah, where it's single, single, pray for a home run. Yeah, um, I, it just the bar is so low for us that this is what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Well, like it is what it is. I think I think 2021 it was employ three outfielders. Now it's like just don't suck in the field. Like it's our, our standards are slowly rising. But hey, I just want I just want more athleticism on this team. I do too. Like because I, I think the Braves are look at the Braves. The Braves are a very athletic team. They steal tons of bases. They field the ball extremely well. They're aggressive at the plate. Like obviously we're not going to be the Braves next year. But like it is something to like aspire to be, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you mentioned the bar we're talking about. I was thinking about this during the game too. This would have been a really fun game if the Pirates were in a pennant race right now. It had that kind of intensity. Yes, like this is one of those games where like you know you go up against a team like the Braves who are going to win like 110 games. You beat them on the road. It's chippy. It, yeah, like people are yelling at each other. It, it would have been perfect, but I guess, you know, the lottery next year is more important. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I mean again, we, it, it, it has maybe, been it maybe missed about 2015. Yes, it did. 
and at the end of the day, like I mentioned, it has been like about two months of pretty solid baseball, all things considered. It has. So, um, and if you told me that we had a better record than the Cardinals, Mets, and Padres, oh, darn it, not the Padres, but again, half game behind the Padres, I think we'd all be pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'd think we're in a different position right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But well, Pirates come, hey, the Pirates can uh, take the series tomorrow from the Braves. Yes, they can. The, se- the season series, too. So who is our pitcher tomorrow? Uh, hopefully not TBD. TBD. <laughs> uh, it is TBD. According to the app. Yes. I don't know if All it's right. been announced because I have not been on Twitter yet. Yeah, no, I haven't either. Um, Twitter's kind of been uh, filled with football at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But I, said, today, I, I watched a lot of college football today. So, um, oh, it's Ortiz tomorrow. Ortiz tomorrow. Okay. All right. That'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, another guy just hope that he can build tillers next year. Yeah. And hopefully he doesn't get hurt too much by this offense because he's going to be tested. There is not a single like bad bat in the Braves lineup. And I'm, I, I'm constantly impressed. They're very good. Yeah. Um, and somehow the Pirates can take the season series. I mean, or didn't we take the season series from the Dodgers too? Like we're just, yeah, we're we're just boogeymen for like a couple good teams, and then we get, then we lose like a combined win a combined four games against the Cubs and Brewers. Like say la vie. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> All right, Neil, let's get out of here. Steelers yeah. open up tomorrow. Pirates are on tomorrow. Pittsburgh sports are all the way back tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, have fun for the 10 sickos here who will be watching the Pirates game while everyone <laughs> else is watching the Steelers game tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I won't be watching the Pirates. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'll probably have like the Pirates on and like on my phone while the yeah, Steelers get, are playing. They'll get they'll get a TV somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Pirates win at eight four. See you guys later. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Hey, you all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.